This week on The Word of the Lord Endures Forever, we continue in Titus with qualifications for elders, rebuke them sharply, sound doctrine, grace of God, and the washing of regeneration. Join me, Pastor Will Whedon, for The Word of the Lord Endures Forever, your daily 15-minute verse-by-verse Bible study on demand. Listen at thewordendures.org or your favorite podcast provider.
Oh Lord, open my lips. to
A reading from 1 Corinthians chapter 5. I wrote to you in my letter not to associate with sexually immoral people, not at all meaning the sexually immoral of this world, or the greedy and swindlers, or idolaters. Since then, you would need to go out of the world. But now, I am writing to you not to associate with anyone who bears the name of brother if he is guilty of sexual immorality or greed or is an idolater, reviler, drunkard or swindler, not even to eat with such a one. For what have I to do with judging outsiders? Is it not those inside the church whom you are to judge? God judges those outside. Purge the evil person from among you. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Thanks be to God. In many and various ways, God spoke to his people of old by the prophets. But now in these last days, he has spoken to us by his Son. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. The cross of Jesus Christ is and will remain a scandal to this world. And because the Church of Christ is built on his cross, the Church will continue to scandalize the world as long as she is here, till he calls us to be at home with him in paradise. Now, out of the preaching of this cross of Christ, we will continue to confront the heirs of this world as we have for uh, two millennia. Heirs that continue to uh, truly are darkness, for that is where the world loves to live, in the darkness. It is able to do the things that it wishes to do there and not to be called out by itself. From questions of the divinity of Christ, what the church is, questions of law and gospel, the church continues to stand in the face of this world and preach the truth. However, it is out of all of these teachings of the church and nothing more that the world sees as blasphemous. And there's nothing more than the world sees as blasphemous than this, the judgment of God. That in the end of all time, not how good one lives their lives or how selflessly and devoted service and virtuous living that they did, none of that matters at all. No, the only thing that matters it's Christ and Christ crucified, and faith in that Christ. The judgment of God is what is an, is an exclusive claim. It probably is the most offensive doctrine of the church today for this world to grapple with. That what is good, and right, and beneficial does not depend on the individual, on what you think, what you believe, what you confess as an individual. The world asks, how can, it out, how can this truth stand outside of me? How can truth really weigh itself forward? How dare anyone, even God himself, think that he knows what's best for me and what I ought to do? I, and I alone, clearly know what is best for me. And that's what leads us to our text this morning. 
The Corinthian church, in many and various ways, thought they knew what was best for them and had people coming in and preaching what they claimed to be what is best. Comes out of a life austere, devoted to culturalism that the Corinthians had offered themselves almost as a living sacrifice to. They were doomed, doomed to live the lives consistently that drove themselves away away and away from the scandal of the cross. They knew no other way. It was so much a part of who they were as that church, as that people in Corinth. And so the distinctions and the divisions that cropped up, that cropped up in that church made it a perfect, made perfect sense for who they are and where they had come from. And this morning we see the sexual sins that they were entangled in as well. For within the Corinthian church, there were those who were trying to still hold on to the old, on to the old way of life and bring in just this little bit of new in Jesus. They were trying to have it both ways. They were trying to worship Christ one day in, his, in the house churches of Corinth, but then the next day to be with the temple prostitutes of Apollo, of Apollo the next. After all, the Corinthian church is where it is, the Corinth, Corinth, not the church, but Corinth itself, is where it is rumored that Aphrodite was supposedly born. But like with Paul's concerns, that he raises in this Corinthian church, he shows them that this can not be. You can't have it both ways. Faith make in Christ makes demands. It is exclusive. You can only have it this way. And while faith comes as a gift from the Holy Spirit, and Christ has made that ultimate sacrifice for your sins and for the sins of the church in Corinth, to save, the sin, to save sinners from their sins. One cannot live the way that they used to before. There is that demand. There must be a breaking of the old tradition, a breaking of the old way of living. The faith and this world are opposed to each other, and they have been opposed to each other since the fall. And that is why St. Paul is so forward forward in talking to the Corinthian church in this way, forward in talking to us this morning this way also. He knew that their actions, he knew what they were doing would only damage them, them, their faith, and their community. He knew full well what this sexual immorality would lead to. It would lead to other sins, to greed, to idolatry, to revelry, to drunkenness, to swindling and stealing. These are all what the world seemed to promote that day and even into today as virtues, as tickets to leading a successful life. But these have no place in God's church. They are counter to who he is and who he has called us to be. His, they are counter to everything that we are about. And they don't simply just sit there idly by as you pick them up and play with them. No, they change you. That is the important fact that Paul continues to push forward throughout his letters. 
They change you. They shape you. They form you into something other than who you have called to be. And ultimately, they're demonic. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, as St. Paul urges the Corinthians to do, so we ought to encourage each other. Flee from sexual immorality. Flee from fornication, from promiscuity. Flee from lust and pornography. These are the easy ones to identify and to call out and say they have no place in the faith. But also flee. Flee from coarse and degrading talk. Flee from crass jokes. Flee from lewdness. These two do not just sit there idly by once one takes them up and plays with them a little bit. No, they take us, they shape us, they form us into things other than what we have been called to be. They turn us truly into a shell of who we are meant to be in Jesus Christ. And they have no place in the household of faith. And Paul goes on to urge the church and to urge us, purge the evil person from among you. Remove that person who takes these and tries to make them acceptable and permissible among us. Remove them from our presence, from our lives, and the like. For they are truly not the household of faith if they are encouraging and promoting these things. They have no place with us unless they repent and turn from their evil ways. And let us repent of these too. For the Lord has called us to be his children, and that is who he has made us. Finally, remember that God is the judge, finally and ultimately, without question, whether the world likes it or not. And while this is blasphemy to the world, it ought to be a great comfort to us. The same God who is coming to judge has sent his son to die for you and has forgiven you and continues to forgive you of all of your sins. He now shows us we are not to live in the ways of this world, but we're here to live with him, in him, and through him, and with each other. We have a good way, a better way of living than the world has to offer. The way that, uh, to life, to give life instead of take it. A way that is to love and to rejoice in the things of the Lord instead of to hide and to cower in the darkness where the world and Satan choose to dwell. To hide from the Lord's judgment. For when he sees you, he sees not your own merits or your own worthiness, but he sees his son who has died for you, who has clothed you with his own robes of righteousness. And that is something to rejoice in. To him be all the glory forever. Dear friends in Christ, beloved in the Lord, our Lord Jesus has commanded his church to pray diligently that the Lord of the harvest would send forth laborers into the harvest field. It is for this purpose that Concordia Theological Seminary exists, as women and men are prepared to give their lives in the service of the gospel. 
giving thanks for the faithful service of Walter C. Disson, who faithfully served a total of 30 years on the boards of regents of both this seminary and our sister seminary in St. Louis. It is fitting that we bless and sanctify these professorial chairs established by his generous gifts to aid in a bold confession of the saving faith revealed to us in God's holy word. The Reverend Victor H. and Lydia Disson Chair in the Lutheran Confessions to be held by Dr. Naomichi Masaki and the Raymer Beza Chair in Pastoral Ministry and Missions to be held by Dr. Klaus Detlef Schultz. Let us pray. O God, you once proclaimed your saving promise through the prophets of Israel, and by the apostles and evangelists, you published the good news of your saving promise, fulfilled in the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Bless these professorial chairs and preserve those who occupy them, that through faithful teaching, the truth may be handed down to future generations of those who will serve in your church through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. The Lord Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit bless the Reverend Victor H. and Lydia Disson Chair in the Lutheran Confessions and the Raymer Beza Chair in Pastoral Ministry and Missions and sanctify those who occupy these chairs to the glory of his holy name. Amen. We rise for the canticle.
In our prayers, we remember Blair, granddaughter of Reverend Blake Rickbile. Blair is hospitalized with pneumonia and RSV. <coughs> Let us pray. Almighty and everlasting God, who governs all things in heaven and on earth, mercifully hear the prayers of your people and grant us your peace through all our days. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Almighty God, Father in heaven, watch over your child Blair, now afflicted with sickness, Mercifully spare the life you have given, relieve her pain, guard her from all danger, and restore her health according to your gracious will, that she may be raised to a life of faithful service to you. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Gracious God, your Son, Jesus Christ, has reconciled us to you and bids us to live at peace with one another. Break down every wall that separates us from our fellow man and remove from us all forms of prejudice that we may recognize and rejoice in the diversity of gifts you have given us, even as we continue to proclaim your mercy and grace for all. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, you have safely brought us to the beginning of this day. Defend us in the same with your mighty power and grant that this day we fall into no sin neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings, being ordered by your governance, may be righteous in your sight. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Taught by our Lord, and trusting his promises, we are bold to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord Almighty bless us and direct our days and our deeds in his peace.